0: Well, it's that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 657 for October 14th, 2020. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, our guest is Lori Gill, managing editor of iMore because we had another Apple announcement. You're really getting stuck in with this, Lori.
1: I, it's like you and I are seeing each other more often than I'm seeing my family members at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, we, we didn't get air tags yet and we didn't no. get new Macs yet. I mean we can no. be doing this every other week.
1: <laughs> well, did you hear the new rumor? No. So put mark this on your calendars. The new rumor is that November 17th there is going to be a Mac event. And mm. this is from John Prosser, who his his leaks have been kind of mm-mm. More or less. He, I think he's at about 87% right now, so it's pretty good. Okay. Um, his He's got uh, November 17th as the Mech event, and he also has um, March... I'm going to have to look this up because I don't remember the exact date. It is March 16th is his prediction for the um, a March event, a spring event, where he believes the um, air tags will be announced. So... Mark it on your calendar.
0: I wonder how those are so hard. <laughs> it seems like they're over here doing nuclear fission, and they're like, we don't know how to make air tags.
1: This thing that already exists in in the real world, right? Like, they, I mean, <laughs> a version of it already exists by like eight different companies. What is Apple doing that makes it so different? Yeah. Well, maybe it'll
0: <laughs> be amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I want to I want to play a little game here. As we talk through the Apple announcements, um, I'm going to let you know that you're going to get points. Okay, Uh-oh. you get points, bonus points for working into the conversation the buzzwords nano ceramic crystals, <laughs> nano and shield, magnetic flux or magnetometer. However, <laughs> you will lose points if you say 5G. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got it. All right.
0: Ready to play our game?
1: Let's see what we can do. <laughs>
0: All right, well I want to start with the most important announcement. I got to ask you, did you squeal like a little girl when they showed the the iPhone 12 mini?
1: Allison, you have no idea how excited I was. I know we already knew this. These were these rumors were strong. I knew this was coming, but oh, it's so beautiful. I was so oh, just overjoyed with like the the look, the style, the size. There's on the internet. I don't remember who tweeted this out, but somebody had actually done an illustration they just drew the outline um using their own like assumptive measurements of it of Mm -hmm. what each of this of the phones are like laid on top of each other and there was the original iphone se so that's the four inch phone and then behind Mm -hmm. that one the um the iphone 12 mini it's it's a quarter of an inch thicker Oh, it's wow. so amazing. It's so small and so thin. I can't wait. I'm so excited.
0: Well, and <laughs> not a compromise. I mean, it yes. is. Every single thing that's in the iPhone 12 is yes. in the 12 mini, right? There's nothing yes. at Right. All. And,
1: I, it, I, and everything that's in the iPhone 12 almost is also in the iPhone 12 Pro. So, like, the iPhone 12 mini is almost as amazing and good as the iPhone 12 Pro in, in many ways. So, it's yeah, incredible yeah. what they did.
0: It, it really is. Well, and colors, which and colors. we talked last time about colors. Yes, And, and I'm so glad I did end
1: up getting the uh, Apple Watch Series Six in blue. Though I, mm-hmm. I, I, still say, you're red. I if I if I'd. If I could go back in time, I'd get the red instead of the blue because I think the red is much, much better. Um, but now I'm going to have a phone and an Apple Watch that match. So oh, I like good, that.
0: Good. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think the blue is uh, very elegant and mm-hmm. uh, the red is a little bit more in your face. But if, you know. <laughs> that's I like that. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also think that one of the compromises you do make going to the Pro is that the colors aren't as cool. I mean, I don't want a solid gold phone. Yeah. And the blue isn't the right blue to in my opinion. I mean it's okay. Isn't that
1: funny? The the difference is, is noticeable though. The blue of the twelve is just exciting. The blue of the twelve pro is like, that's nice. It's you know yeah, like it's, we, it's we mix not... some gray
0: paint with it is what it looks <laughs> yeah. like to me or like grayish yeah. green paint. It's just sort of dull. It's I don't want to make people sad if they love it uh, because if you love it, you love it. That's great. But it, it, I looked at it and I was like, nope. And so I went silver, and I you bought a blue case.
1: Oh yeah, nice. Did you buy a MagSafe case?
0: <laughs> no, I didn't. And we will get to that. I bought a uh, twenty dollar. <laughs> I've made a deal that that I don't want to buy Apple cases anymore because they okay. fall apart. They fall apart really? less than a year, and Apple yeah. has a one-year warranty, and I have taken them back twice, and they've just gone, no, you did it. It's like, oh,
1: no. I, I didn't, Were they I, the I silicon didn't... or the leather? Silicon. Yeah. So I don't actually use um, Apple... Oh, silicone. silicone. Sorry, that yeah. that was my fault. I always make that mistake. I even I even type that wrong all the time. It's my <laughs> I can't bring myself to remember how to do it right. But I don't actually use Apple cases, but it's because I, case makers are always sending me cases for review, and I love 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 so many brands out there that make fantastic cases that I just don't think. I need the Apple case. Like they're nice, they're they're fine. Yeah, but I've never yeah, had one long enough to ruin them because I'm always using the brands <laughs> that I that I actually really love, love that make really cool cases. So
0: and you can buy three or four cheap cases a year for one Apple case, and <laughs> yeah. and they're even if they fell apart in three months, you now you got a new color. You know, right. you get to do something new. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Let's just jump to that because uh, okay. wh- who needs to follow Okay. There's so much to talk about. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. I was trying to write notes and it was like, oh, there's so much. Um, so MagSafe connector on all of them on the back. Now, yeah. here's what I don't understand. So they, they sell the MagSafe uh, uh, charger that doesn't mm-hmm. come in the box. Um, uh-huh. You can slap yeah. that on. Um, yeah. Then they, they show the clear cases have mm-hmm. what looks like either a piece of steel or it's a magnet itself. I think it's a magnet itself.
1: Mm-hmm. And it looks showed... like a big Q.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah. the vertical line is. I think that's to show you where the cable's supposed to go or something down in that direction maybe.
1: Well, so it's that is actually what the magnets inside the back of the iPhone look like. And you can't make there's no such thing as a clear magnet. So mm-hmm. you, the, the MagSafe cases that are not clear have that exact same magnet pattern in it, which is the exact same magnet pattern that's in the back of the phone itself. So they just decided that they would make it look like part of the Looked fancy cool. <laughs> clear case
0: thing. So but that was why it. why does the case have to have a magnet in it if the phone has a magnet in it? It could have just been steel.
1: Yeah. So that's where things start to get a little how does this work-ish, right? So Mm -hmm. um, it's my understanding that there's also a software element to the MagSafe charging. So if I don't have one in hand, so I can't speak for sure to the magneticness of the phone without any other anything. But what I can say is that MagSafe charging cases, when they connect to a MagSafe charger... You get a, a neat little animation that lets you know that it's charging and it, ha- it's, it looks like the, on the Apple Watch it has this sort of like circular thing that shows up to let you know what's going on. So my belief is that the reason that these cases are MagSafe and not just any old case is that very specifically they wanted to have that like beautiful animation that will show mm. you this like pleasant little thing like they could have just used non magnetic cases and i and i'm fairly certain you can still just like slap your phone to an your iPhone twelve to a non mag or to the to the MagSafe without any kind of magnetic case in between. I think I it might think be part of the software true. thing. So
0: I, I rewatched this section of the video because I was really confused. I was trying to figure out what that thing was and what I think. Well, one of the things they're doing there is that the uh, case holds on to the phone with the magnet. So you yes. won't have to fold the rubber corners around and grab it and bend it and everything. You'd be able to pop them on and off. And right, he, and he which is say really that. nice. Yeah. yeah, so that would be cool. But again, it could just be a piece of steel and do that. A thin piece of steel would do it because yes. the iron, it would stick to the magnet. So why does it, right. ha- it have to be a magnet?
1: Mm-hmm. And I and I, I and that's so right and you know we don't have them in our hands to like really understand the differences. I'm sure that iFixit it will have a pretty good uh, rundown of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I think that it's specifically. Yeah, I think it's specifically a MagSafe-related an, anima- software animation to let you see that pretty little thing that will show up on your screen when it starts to charge. That, that's my assumption on that one.
0: There was one other thing I think that's for. Um, they showed a, a sleeve case that had mm. an opening where the clock is on the phone face, and it, they said that it recognizes that it's in one of those cases because of the MagSafe and tells it, show the clock.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, like that—that to me means like that's—that's all part of the magsafe software part, which is all these like little extra specials because case makers are going to be making all kinds of stuff that will stick magnetically to the back of your phone. There's going to be to lots see. of stuff. But not everything is going to have that MagSafe uh, uh, certification. Certification, mm. And I'll bet Apple is going to license out certification for MagSafe to, to case makers so that they specifically can have you know, the M5 certified MagSafe accessory. And those are going to have things like letting you know the, you know, the clock on the back and all that kind of stuff. That's probably all very special and very, you know, orientated specifically to the software that MagSafe has with it.
0: I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, they said, yeah, we're going to let people use this. It's going to be awesome. But they didn't get into the details of that, except that Belkin has a heads up, but they're not, uh, they've got a three-in-one charger uh, advertised, but not available yet.
1: Right. And, uh, Otterbox just announced a line of MagSafe, um, cases, but there's nothing special to the case. They're just a standard case that has, um, MagSafe, um, that is MagSafe compatible. So it'll probably do the thing on the front of the phone with the, the animation, animation. but on, in terms of the back of the phone, it just looks like a standard case. So.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we used to keep, um, in our cars, we had a, a stand that stuck into the vent, Um, oh no 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 it was better than that it went into the optical drive which you don't use in your car anyway right nobody does cds anymore so jammed into that and then had a big magnet and then you put a piece of metal in the back of your phone case and then you could stick it to it which is i have that reverse
1: yeah i have um a, a clear case with a with a magnet on the back of it very specifically for my car mounted magnetic case because i i love that i hate having to like you know, finagle my phone into a mount that has the clips on the sides. But yeah. the magnet, you just slap it right on and it's great and it sticks. But I hate that I have to take the case off and put the case on and take the case off and put the case on. Ugh. It's it's that's the only place I use that that case is in my car. So uh. having a phone just a phone that has a magnet on it. You don't need a case for it. Just a phone with a magnet on it so that right. you can stick it to those things. I love this idea. And then there's all of the extras that go along with it, like using the MagSafe you know, for whatever extra features they want. That's great, too. But just that the fact that the phone itself has the magnets in the back, I think it's going to be really great.
0: Yep. Got to love a magnetometer, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> with a magnetometer, I know, with a magnetometer, It's, it's not, that's actually for the compass. So I'm not sure how it could be that they've, um, that that they've made changes or adjusted or done something different with it. Um, but the magnet, there's one, there's a magnetometer in the Apple watch. And as far as I know, there's been one in the phone for a very long time because that has to do with, um, the, uh, calibration for, for the compass. So, um, in terms of like how that matters to MagSafe, I'm not exactly sure.
0: Well, I, you know, maybe they added a second one because uh, where I got our bonus point words was looking at the graphic when they were showing how the uh, MagSafe connector works. So it's got the e-shield on the outside, then the NFC ring, the polycarbonate housing, yeah. the charging coil, the magnet array, then the nanocrystalline shield, another one of our <laughs> bonus words, uh, the copper yes. graphite shield, and then a magnetometer. Yeah, so that's okay. part of that assembly. So maybe they right. have uh, they added another one, but I don't know what a magnetometer is. So
1: yeah, well, it helps. It helps find north. That's that's <laughs> what that's all about. It's for the company. Maybe that so. makes
0: you help get, get the phone upright and not upside down. Oh, yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah.
0: There's <laughs> <It's> north. <laughs> So, um, cool. Uh, Well, the other thing is, who doesn't want that wallet stuck to the back? I don't even need that, but I want one.
1: Did you notice the the yellow one? I, I think, are they calling it sunshine yellow or something like that? On a blue iPhone. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Ooh. That's that's what I'm getting. Is the the yellow? In fact, I should oh, order it now. I haven't ordered the phone yet because it's not available yet. But oh, right, um, right. I'm getting I'm getting the blue for sure. So I might as well just get the the wallet case for the back or not case but the wallet slot for the back
0: yeah i totally don't need that i have a wallet that's about that small already but i Mm -hmm. don't need that so but i really want one so maybe yeah i mean like you said the manufacturers are going to come up with all kinds of other really cool stuff to come out with it so i can't
1: wait (laughs) there's going to be so many things one of my coworkers had mentioned mirrors on the backs of phones that's that's probably oh. gonna be something that gets added to the list like just something oh. that you can magnetically stick right to the back of your your phone or just so
0: turn around and check your teeth to,
1: yeah or like take a picture of yourself from the back facing camera instead of the front facing oh, camera like oh there's yourself. all kinds of things oh. yeah 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 so there's there's gonna be a lot of fun things also slapping your your phone to your refrigerator
0: oh my gosh yeah, <laughs> that's the thing
1: I've been talking about the most is like I'm just going to stick my phone on my refrigerator the second I get it. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> so oh, much fun.
0: Magnets are fun. I've had a history <laughs> of problems with magnets. I bought a uh, brand new MacBook Pro and I forget which one it was and uh, I brought it home and I was transferring data to it uh, and I needed to be on a business call and so I had I had two Macs running on my old Mac, my new Mac and my old Mac was sitting on the left and I had kind of run out of of uh, desk space and so I, I had a, a little um, Bluetooth speaker for making uh, conference calls and I set it down on the uh, on the brand new MacBook Pro uh, right next to the wrist pad, forgetting that the way it connected into my car was with magnets. Oh, no. I destroyed it. I mean, I oh. put it right on top of the disc while the disc was spinning. I put a, mag- oh. I mean, a giant magnet right on top oh. of it. It was like, oh, I'd had man. it for like an hour and a half and I broke it. You know what? Apple gave me a new one.
1: Oh. I was just going to ask, were you able to exchange it? Thank
0: goodness. I mean, and oh I totally gosh. confessed. I mean, I just walked in yeah. in tears going, you know, I just, oh. I just put a, I put a magnet. And they went, oh, sweetie. Oh. <laughs> they were really pleased that I didn't lie to them and go, oh, it's inexplicable. I don't know what's wrong with it. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they actually gave you brownie points for being honest. That's good. Yeah.
0: I think they probably didn't tell, you know, the back office that they did it. That to, I don't, we don't know. The hard drive just failed. We don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about all the other cool stuff. one of the, One of the things that really impressed me. First of all, it's really hard to keep track of what's on the on the the twelves and the mini and the and the regular twelve are about. The, are pretty much the same. Um, and and on the pro and on the max, it's hard to keep track. What's easy to keep track of is how much is the same. That you, again, right. not compromising. There's just little yes. things like if you really care, you got to go this way. If you don't care, man, you can go this way. That's um, so like true. The ceramic shield glass.
1: Mm-hmm. I that's think on, that's
0: that's on all four of them. Yeah, right. That's yeah. That's a great... the board. Yes, no.
1: that's that's so good for draw I mean, we all drop our phones. If you wear mm-hmm. it, if you use a case, you're less likely to crack your phone. But. You know, Apple loves people who go nude with their phones because they're showing off the phone. <laughs> so here's another reason, maybe, to not wear, not use a case, is that you've got this protective, extra protection, even more. So I guess it's four times um, stronger than than the the previous phones by using this ceramic. <laughs> I can't remember the phrase. I lose points for it. Ceramic
0: shield glass. Let's see. Uh, let's find the bonus word uh, with nano ceramic crystals.
1: Nano ceramic crystals. Rene Ricci um, calls it impregnating the glass with the ceramic crystals.
0: That's a good way to put it. The other thing is the the new iPhones, uh, since they're that squared off design of the iPhone 4, they're not going to be maybe not as slippery as a goldfish like they've been since uh, more recent phones.
1: Exactly, they're like just held in your hand grip. I think that is going to improve. I I know from experience that I've dropped my phones more since they switched over to the rounded s- style oh, yeah. um, than than I ever did before. But also, um, flat, straight, flat glass is also less likely to crack than the cr- the slight curve of the glass oh. that we've been using on our phones recently. So oh, the design, yeah, the design without the the, sura- the nano s- s- ceramic <laughs> crystals. <laughs> the nano ceramic crystals, it, without that is the just the design is going to improve the strength of the glass. But now that there's that extra coating on it, now it's it it's it sounds like it's going to be pretty incredible. I think we I've had people ask about whether or not that means um screen protectors are completely useless now. And um that's not the case because these will protect from. Cracks and breaks from drops, but you those little scuffs and scratches that you get when you stick your phone in your back pocket or in your, for your bag, that you're still gonna suffer the same level of, of tiny, minutiae scratches and scuffs and things like that. So, um, it's gonna protect you from the big cracks and breaks, but it's it's still gonna be an issue in terms of like little scuffs and things like that.
0: So, uh, Stephen gets noticed something, uh, in the specs, it's only on the front.
1: Right, I know. So, screen I,
0: protector for the back.
1: Yeah, that's what we need, right? <laughs> a, some kind of special screen protector for the back. I, I do wonder. I mean, I, I, it probably had to do with the cost, but I do wonder why they didn't just do the ceramic nano texturing on the front
0: and the back. That seems like maybe because they know it's like a like a jelly sandwich. If you drop it, it drops jelly side down every time.
1: Maybe right? <laughs> I
0: the, I did I I do
1: wonder. In terms of the breaking of your phone, how many people have broken the backside of their phone compared to the front side of their phone? I bet there's a lot less people that break the
0: backside of it. And I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. There was something that uh, confused me at first. Again, across the board now, we have IP68 water resistance, and it's um, six meters for 30 minutes on all of them. And it turns out that's like 25 feet. So you have to be dropping it snorkeling now and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and have a half an hour before you can dive, you know, get enough breath to dive down and get it. Because 25 feet, I th- have been told I have uh, free dived as far as 30 feet, but that's like nearly killing me. So I'm not sure what that's for. Uh, but before, it's interesting, the 11 uh, was two meters for 30 minutes and the 11 mm. Pro was four meters for 30 minutes. Now we're at six meters for 30 minutes.
1: For the entire line,
0: yeah. For the yeah. entire line. Again, across mm-hmm. the board, why make it different? I
1: mean. <laughs> I, the, you know, it's all about improving the the experience for the user. So I think, you know, those little changes make a big deal for, for us as consumers. And if we can't afford or just don't want the The larger one, let's say, or the more expensive one, we feel a little slighted for not getting those types of features. And i and you know, since the phones themselves are more or less in terms of of waterproofness or water resistance, they're basically all the same with where their holes are and how they're machined and things like that. So having them all the same across the board is is I think, a really good choice on Apple's part to just really make these phones like, it, in a way, almost, it comes down to what size do you want, you know? I, there are yeah. some differences that are going to be pro for pros. Like, there's six gigs of RAM in the pro models versus four gigs of RAM in the non-pro models. But who needs six gigs of RAM on a phone, you know? So, like, I certainly don't. There are some people who do. So, some people need that. Some people want that. A lot but of people everybody don't. Everybody needs waterproof. Everybody needs waterproof. Everybody's going to drop their phone 25 feet in the water.
0: (laughs) Well, I I mean, I I wonder, how do you make one phone that's two meters, one that's four meters, and one... uh, you, You know, how would you even do that? You take, like... The, the people who perform poorly on the assembly line, they work on the lower end phones. I mean, like, yeah, that Bob, man, he never gets that ceiling quite right. Okay, we'll have him making the lower end phones. <laughs> oh, I found something in my notes here. Uh, they said the magnetometer on the back uh-huh. senses magnetic field strength and reacts to it.
1: Oh, so then this would be... Um, if you are about to, if uh, this is a guess, you know I I, I'm, I don't I don't have the text in front of me, but that would to me mean as the phone gets closer to the MagSafe charger, you know how with your Apple Watch you can almost just sort of dangle it nearby, and they oh, kind yeah. of like
0: okay.
1: <sniffs> yeah, so that probably or maybe that's has, how it
0: it it's telling whether or not to show the the animation or something maybe could be
1: yeah yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, I was all excited I just found that. Okay, here's the biggest thing that I was excited that they brought across the board, and that is OLED screens across the across board. Across the
1: board, right?
0: So wow. the, the 11 was an <laughs> LCD screen, and, uh-huh. and I was like, well, you know, I don't know if I could even tell the difference, but I looked up the contrast ratio. The mm. LCDs in the iPhones 11, were the, it, the contrast ratio was 1,400 to 1. Mm-hmm. All iPhones 12 will be 2 million to 1. That contrast is, ratio.
1: That is a huge 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 <laughs> improvement. Let's so, see
0: it is it is uh I I did the math it is 142,755% <laughs> <percent> better. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll notice that.
1: Well, here's the thing though. I
0: didn't notice that.
1: I uh, on on the iPhone 11 Pro versus the iPhone 11, I could not tell a oh, difference. Interesting. So there, the, the there were little when literally when you have them sitting right next to each other. There's little things that like the brightness, um, in in well lit areas, uh, you know, so like reflective okay. backgrounds and things like that. It's little things like that where I could tell the difference. But if I'm watching a video or if I'm scrolling on the internet, if I'm typing all that kind of like just normal everyday stuff, even watching movies. I could not see a difference um, with my eyes. Now I know okay. that people do. So I'm not saying that there isn't a difference. I'm just saying that like for a lot of people, not for everybody, but for a lot of people, the color differences, the the deep dark blacks and the bright reds, that's not going to be noticeable. But that's a, that's that's a, a moot point at this point because all of the phones now have <laughs> all of the same OLED, uh, OLED Uh, screen. So who cares?
0: (laughs) Right. In any case, I mean, pretend that you could have told the difference and be super happy now. Right? Right. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Exactly. I am
0: intrigued by that. I know when we went to retina screens on the phone, it was life changing. I mean, that was a massive difference. But we went to um, the higher res screens on the iPad, and I forget which rev rev it was. And I just pretended I could tell the difference because I couldn't. But I thought it was because I was old. I was, I don't know, maybe 55 or something like that. But I brought in a buddy of mine who was much, much younger. And he looked at it and he's like, no, I can't tell the difference either. Now, I'm sure people could, but it did not make, that didn't make a difference to me. But I know going to the retina screens in the first place, that was huge. And to me, a 5K screen now is like 4K, 5K screen. I have to have that. My eyes bleed looking at 1080p.
1: And I think it has a lot to do with the size of the screen too. So you know, mm. on a Mac or even on a, on a Mac laptop, the, the screen itself is so much bigger, and there's so much more backlighting going on that you are noticing the difference from non-retina to retina. And um, there's, it's almost like a non-retina uh, computer Mac is. It, it's almost like somebody put Vaseline all over it. It's
0: yeah, it's like yeah. fuzzy everywhere. Um yeah. but with
1: with iPads I think maybe the reason we did, it's not a, the notice the difference isn't quite as noticeable has a lot to do with the size of the screen itself um at the time I think we we didn't have anything higher than a ten ten point five. 10.5 right was that right. was that the
0: uh, 9.7 was the first 9.7. one 9.7 so yeah, yeah so like
1: it, you know back then the screens were so so much smaller that it, there wasn't, isn't it? and that's the same thing with phones too. I think, like the even mm. when we went from non Retina to Retina phones, I personally didn't see a difference, though other people did. So I know that that it is a thing, but I think it's not exactly a one to one improvement, like the way a Mac is. I think everybody could see the difference between a Retina and not Retina and Mac, and just like you're saying, 4K and 5K versus 1080P, yeah. and televisions yeah. too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Right. So um, I'm going to take another sideways turn here. Um, I ran the numbers on uh, the height, width, depth, and weight of the uh, 12 versus the 11 and the 12 Pro versus the 11 Pro because I was kind of curious about it. And I, nobody's really talking about this, but the um, if you look at the 12 Pro, it's 7% smaller in volume than the 11 Pro. And it's primarily because it's nine point four percent thinner.
1: Yeah, these are thinner. That's a phones. significantly thinner phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That,
0: you'll notice that. And so usually, could have put USB C in it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they could have made it thicker and put USB C in it, right? Yeah. Um, I the fact that like batteries are usually the the real the heavy part of the phone, right? You you have to have a big battery, and it's heavy. And we've even seen phones go from one year heavier the next year you know like i think it was the 10s to the 11 or maybe it was the 10 to the 10s it got heavier the next year by you know a tiny tiny amount but it's because they were using a larger battery but at this point they must be using the same battery and it's all about the design of the phone itself it's just
0: a lot thinner (laughs) i I don't know how they did it because the um the 12 pro weighs 0.5 percent more but it's 9.4 percent thinner so it's almost 10% so it, thinner and heavier. Negligibly, but, but negligibly, but, but slightly heavier, not lighter. Right, right. So it's probably going to feel denser. Well, it is right. denser. <laughs> Whether we'll notice it, that'll be interesting. But the 12 versus the 11 was almost more dramatic. It is 19% smaller by volume. Wow. Because yeah, it's that's... 12% thinner, it's 5% narrower, and it weighs 15% less.
1: Yeah. Well, this so is gonna all be about a light that phone. Yeah, that's all about that design, right? It's 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 basically shaved off the edges of everything. You know, the iPhone uh, 11 models and and many years before that, they've all they have that curve to them. So yeah, that kind of losing puffs efficient them up. space
0: there, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Or maybe you're to... lose Yeah, you're you're just like fitting it into that Tetris box a little bit better, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I was really surprised. So to see these, these will be yeah. thinner, and if we can go caseless, that's going to feel way thinner. I think that's going to yeah. be really, really fun. Definitely, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Stephen gets noticed something else. There's Wi-Fi six on all of these.
1: That's really impressive. It, it, it's it, frankly, it's about time. <laughs>
0: yeah, why uh, do we care about Wi-Fi six?
1: It's really just future proofing. I I don't have the the, the detailed numbers to run at, of one versus versus another, but it's all about the reliability. So, um, the the carriers are moving toward um Wi Fi six for one thing. So like that's kind of the future is Wi Fi six. So so like we're well, this is um, just, this is Wi Fi Wi Fi not uh, um what's what am yeah I I'm not talking of? about five G no 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 you're um you're ho- you're at home your router um, your router manufacturers router, yeah okay. router manufacturers thank you um so that's definitely future proofing it's it's not everywhere yet but it's definitely kind of like coming in the future and the uh, uh wi-fi six is more reliable than wi-fi five and that's going to be an improvement for things like um connecting speakers and headphones that are all wi-fi connected um Things like your robot vacuums, um, other smart home things, a lot of them now are supporting not just Bluetooth, but also supporting your home Wi-Fi. So Wi-Fi 6 is just going to be like an improvement in terms of like how it connects to everything in your home and mm-hmm. and stays connected better. So it'll probably help with improvement with Air, uh, AirPlay and things like that in the future. It's um, in terms of like what we already have versus having this one thing that's Wi-Fi 6, you're, not a lot of people are going to see it, but as time goes by, that is going to become something that if you didn't have Wi-Fi six in your phone, and three years from now, everything you know your phone is just like falling off of Wi-Fi constantly because you didn't have the things needed for it. So.
0: I could be misremembering, so don't take this as absolute fact, but I thought I remembered hearing that Wi-Fi 6 was the kind of thing where until everything is Wi-Fi 6, it doesn't do Wi-Fi 6. So if your phone was still Wi-Fi 5 and everything else was Wi-Fi 6, your network would, would go to Wi-Fi 5.
1: To Wi-Fi 5. That's that's correct.
0: Yeah. Okay. you You've okay. got so that, that right. so that matters.
1: Yeah. Even if yeah. you don't
0: need it now, you eventually need everything to get there. Right. right.
1: And that's that's the future-proofing thing of making sure that 4 years from now if everything is on Wi-Fi 6, if your phone is still on Wi-Fi 5, that's going to be really a, a real bummer for you that you don't get the same kind of reliability and connectivity stuff. So.
0: Now we got to buy new routers. Oh
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> You're, so you got you got time.
0: <laughs> okay, good. Good. So the, uh, if, we, if we're going to talk about differences, because like I said, it seems like there's not a lot of compromises going from the mini, you know, except in the cameras, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Now, one thing all of the camera, all of the, manu- I'll get it yet, all of the, the models got was an improved wide angle camera uh, going mm-hmm. from F1.6 to F1, uh, I'm sorry, F1.8 to F1.6 which means it gathers more light and having that larger aperture means for the same lighting conditions the shutter can open and close faster which means your photos won't be as blurry also if you're in lower light conditions more light can get in if you keep the same shutter speed which would redu- would reduce noise in the images so people should really care about that one even though that's a slight change that could make a difference between a great photo and a good photo
1: yeah that it's like t- it's like night mode without needing the computational night mode you know it's just the phone lens itself is giving you more of what you need to take good pictures at nighttime.
0: right yeah. right it's a big and deal spe- and speaking of night mode night mode on all cameras night on, mode on
1: including the tiny one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so the selfie camera is going to have night mode
1: mm-hmm. that's so you can take a great picture of yourself in an in in the dark you know, you and your friends on New Year's Eve, which I don't know, we were not going to be hanging out with our friends on right, New Year's right. Eve. Right, but... right.
0: Selfie is what's important. It's a picture of yourself sitting alone with your sad little champagne glass. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> and you can do it late at night in the dark.
0: Right, right. And they said you could do night mode time-lapse video now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is yeah. all cameras on all phones.
1: This is but, this is an exciting feature, this um, time-lapse night mode. So I the, the Google... Actually, I'm going to get this mixed up. I can't even remember which phone has the Android phone that has their um, astrophotography. Mm. Is it a Samsung? I can't remember now. I think it might be a Samsung phone, but it might be a Google phone. I'm sorry to anybody who knows this and thinks I'm an idiot for not remembering. Uh, one of the Android phones has um, astrophotography, and it, it it was so impressive that it was one of those things that I was hoping Apple would somehow do. And this version of it is definitely a little bit different. Apple does it different than than the other phone did. But that sort of opening up the shutter so that you can take these things at night and have, like, movement and, and you know, just all that stuff going on in the dark, it's really impressive and really exciting to see.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It- The cameras are just getting to be so bananas. I have a a big girl camera, an Olympus Micro Four Thirds camera, and i the one thing I always do is I always take it when I go see my grandkids, and I've had so many cases where I try 12 times to get a good shot, and I can't get it, and I throw it down, and I grab my phone, and I'd get a better shot. Yeah. It's it's really uh, it's really getting amazing. Now, the one big thing between the Pro and the Max, when you go from the Pro to the Max, is the optical. Or the Pro and the Max both have the optical zoom, so Mm -hmm. that's that's like the main thing you don't get with the uh, twelve or the twelve mini, right?
1: Right, the telephoto zoom is is the one thing that, um, well, not the one thing, but it's. I would say from a consumer perspective, it's the biggest lack of. Um, but I can tell you, so I have an iPhone 11 pro and I got it when it came out last fall. And then I switched over to the iPhone SE, the second generation iPhone SE for the past six months. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I did not miss not having the telephoto lens. I never had a situation where I thought, I really wish I had a telephoto lens. I did wish that I had night mode, but I never needed a telephoto lens. So interesting. It's it's one of those one of it's one of those features that yes it's great if the only reason you would spend more money is a telephoto lens I don't think you need it for that much more I don't think you need to spend three hundred dollars more just for a lens that you will use on very rare occasions I because what we can crop our pictures so having right, there's enough more, data there you
0: could zoom in on it after the fact.
1: And yeah, and then do, do, then you have your Zoom. So, you know, like, it's not worth that extra money. If there are other things that you're also excited about with the iPhone 11 Pro, the size, or maybe you need six gigs of RAM, or if you want that lighter, I get that. But if that's the only thing, it's not worth the upgrade, in my opinion.
0: So uh, Stephen Getz and I were talking about this item, too. And uh, one of the things he asked was, is there a way in Apple Photos to find out whether you're actually using it? And there is. Take a picture with the telephoto on, uh, you know, 2X on, and then in Apple Photos, do a get info and find out what the focal length is. And I, I believe it's six millimeters, but don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. But then you can create a smart album where you say, show me all of the pictures that have that focal length, and you can see how often you use it. And if it's like 30% of your photos, then maybe you should spend the 300 bucks. If there's five, Maybe you shouldn't spend the 300 bucks if that was the reason you were going to go to the pro. But there right. is a quantifiable way to make that to decision. To tell, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you got three hundred bucks to
0: light on fire, you go, girl. You know? Oh
1: yeah, and and frankly, I mean, there are like a lot of my friends and coworkers. They're getting the pro just because they want the pro. They're, it's it's not even like I need a telephoto lens. They just like they just want that one. They just like that one. So I think I like to I like to provide like the 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 recommendation for everyday people because we live in this tech bubble where we're surrounded oh, yeah. by everyone who says you know. It, everything has to be the best and most advanced and it's you like sometimes we have to remember that a lot of people out there don't care about that stuff they want to know really what's the best phone and, and i need? think yeah you know in this situation i think last year the iphone 11 was the best phone for most people compared to the 11 pro but this year even
0: more because all they of them across the, the pro, line the 12 up so much Right. You know, I, I think about it. I've got some friends who uh, are in the market to uh, buy a new phone. And they're they're super technical, but they don't really like to light money on fire for tech. <laughs> and so they're asking me which one to buy. And I realized... The pictures they send me are mostly landscape photography. Mm-hmm. So they're going to care about the ultra-wide and the wide, right. but they're probably not going to, you know, if you really want a picture of that grizzly bear, you know, go get your big girl camera. <laughs> if if, right. if that grizzly bear is close enough for you to take it with the regular camera, then you have other problems. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>
1: that's so true <laughs> we
0: did take grizzly bear pictures together just with our big girl camera so um nice <laughs> yeah there was something else about night mood or oh so the pro and the max have the lidar scanner mm-hmm. and um so lidar is basically a way of sending electromagnetic energy out to something and then measuring how long it takes to get back and then the and the change in in speed so if it's uh, well that's getting a little more advanced and we need to get but uh they're going to have that on the for night mode portraits on the pro and the max and also for faster autofocus right they're going to mm-hmm. use it for the autofocus so basically it's with this this uh, I this high frequency light, you can go send out the signal and see whether see how far away something is and the dimensions of it and get the focus. So that's pretty right. cool,
1: especially for action pictures. So you know, in terms of you know taking pictures of your kids or your grandkids when they're out playing soccer, or even if they're just in the backyard throwing sand at each other, like that <laughs> that kind of ability to like very quickly grab that focus so that you can get a clean shot and not have, like, a little bit of fuzz remainder in there. That's going to be really impressive for that kind of photography, I think, yeah.
0: Now, they said specifically faster autofocus in low light. I wonder whether they'll do it in regular light, if it will engage in the throwing sand photo.
1: Well, you know... I guess you never know, but I I would assume that it's it works across the board no matter what the lighting situation is, and they're just showing off the fact that it's it's would even low light. it even works in low light. Yeah. Okay. Again, so, an action shot thing. If your kids are playing soccer in the dark, let's say, <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely have those six p.m. games where you don't get anything. Um, so does, I forget is the lighter just on the back camera? Or is that on Ooh, both?
1: Let's see. That's when you know. Apologies for not remembering everything. You have no <laughs> idea how busy my last week was. But I believe oh it's gosh. only on the backside. But let me see
0: let's if see I now. can't run through the specs really quickly. I have um let's see. I have every version of every phone up. Uh, lighter scanner yeah. for night mode portraits, but does uh-huh. not say.
1: Yeah, you're right. It does it does not it say which camera. Oh, no, although the, the true depth camera uh no the true depth camera does not have the lidar on it so
0: okay so it's the back facing camera
1: yeah and actually you know now that i'm looking at the specs of the iphone 12 pro and the way they've worded it night mode portraits enabled by lidar scan i think you're right it's for night mode not for okay. daytime yeah
0: okay okay well yeah maybe they can turn it on later <laughs>
1: right. And that, that's, I think that's, that's another kind of future proof for the pros sort of thing. I think we might have talked about this last time about how, like, what does LiDAR mean to the general consumer? And I think um, augmented reality and virtual reality right now are just not a very consumer-friendly thing, except for gaming with a big headset on your face. Um, but... This is something that I think um, people in the industry that are excited about augmented reality and virtual reality, they want this kind of technology to help them turn that into, you know, an everyday consumer feature. So, you know, Apple being kind of early to the game in terms of of that of that lidar scanning situation helps the industry grow what could potentially be really amazing in the future. like, it, we're, you know, they, we still see all these demos of, you know, people standing on a Minecraft game board and mm-hmm. something's in front of them and something's behind them, but no, nobody uses that in the real world yet. It's still very, very new and fresh and not, not used on a regular basis. But I do think it, it's going to have some really good impacts in the future. It's just going to be a couple more years before that matters.
0: I still want to see it in home improvement. Like my closet, is not designed for someone who keeps electronics in the closet It is designed to hang clothes. And so it's a disaster. It's horrible. And I want somebody to just look at it and say, okay, spend this much money at the container store and everything will fit. But I can't go to the container store. So I want to be able to hold up my phone and, and g- drag and drop pieces yeah. in and go, oh, that would fit there. You know, right. and that would be awesome. Or right. rearranging a room or something. Yes. I sit there drawing in 2D, and I know there's some stuff that's supposed to be able to do it. But so far, it's not really there. But that would be and a great idea. it doesn't, it doesn't
1: work that well yet, too. Is You yeah. know, when you're at, like, is it Wayfair that has, that lets you put furniture in your in your oh, house? And then you I drop the furniture in, and it's, like, this small. And you're like, oh. well, <laughs> that didn't work. Now I have to manually resize it. And that, like, how do I know if that's big enough or small enough, you know? so And
0: you get it, and you realize quite it work. was a child's cha- child's chair when
1: you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly.
0: I like it. I like it. Um, so the last thing would be video. I haven't actually studied the video stuff that much, but just reading Dolby Vision HDR video uh, across the board, again, the 12, the 12 mini, the Pro and the Pro Max, you mm-hmm. do get 60 frames per second when you go up to the Pro and the Pro Max. Right. But, okay.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's really just a matter of, like, it, it's, um, it improves... Renee was just telling me about this. Renee Ricci was just telling me about this. I think it has to do with improving the smoothness of 4K recording. I think that's like that's the key there, okay. um, and and that's one of those things where uh, like you and I filming our our friends and our get-togethers and things like that, we're not necessarily going to use or need 4K um, to that capacity, but pros who are. Making short movies, who are you know they have YouTube channels, things like that. That is something that the pros are really going to be able to appreciate having that kind of added um, support and technology. So it's a it's a fun, good thing to have, but again, not necessarily what you need with your everyday life if you're if you're thinking about whether or not you should be conserving your 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 dollars, you know as as compared to just the iPhone twelve or iPhone twelve mini.
0: So just to make sure uh, we're clear on what we're talking about, the current iPhone 11 Pro uh, already does 4K at 60 frames per second. This is Dolby Vision HDR, 4k of 50 frames per or 60 frames per second so I was looking it up just now because I remember Uh. um, sending my daughter a video and her just going whoa that is so (laughs) fluid that's almost that's almost spooky the way it looks and I didn't even notice it anymore because I had had it for a while and Uh I didn't realize there is a big difference between seeing 30 frames per second 60 frames per second and part of it's how much memory in your phone do you Use up, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I did want to touch on that a little bit. When we were talking about do you really need to spend $300 to get a telephoto lens, Um, Steve and I sat down and uh, looked at the storage we were using on our phones. We both bought 256 gig for our phones, that's the iPhone uh, 11 Pros. And I am a giant photo hog. I've got a 700 gig photo library on my Mac. And I'm only using 95 gigabytes of my 120. uh, So I could easily be inside 128. He was using like 65. Right. So it's good to go back and look at that. Even if you decide to go 256 anyway, because you want to. It's only $100 more, Lori. Um, (laughs) But it is good, I think, to go back and and anything you can measure and say, do I really need this? And then spend the money where you do want to spend it.
1: Yeah, so I I think I have about 40 gigs on my phone. I store everything in the cloud. So I have I've I've always been the kind of person who says you don't need more than 64 gigs and then I started talking with people and discovered I'm not like everybody else. So um,
0: I but as long I would you have also, iCloud drive. You can do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's I have iCloud drive. I use Dropbox. I use all all kinds of different cloud-based services to just like basically keep everything off my phone. I don't store phone um uh music on it i stream everything i don't leave the house that often so i don't need to download things very much i guess games and apps are the are the real like you know hogs of my phone but i also think in in this regard as much as i think nobody needs more than 64 gigs i also think it's important that you future proof for yourself too. So mm-hmm. on the one hand there's technology that Apple is providing us that keeps this these phones ready for the next 5 to 10 years. But you as a person, the longer you have your phone, it's just like a garage. It, you're just going <laughs> to get more things in it and it's going to be harder to manage what you have and if you if you get just what you need, you're probably going to run out of storage in a couple of years. If you get the one that's one up from just what you need then you're going to be safe. So you needing um only using 90 gigs, I think 120 is fine. But if you were using say 110, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't say go with 128. I would say you might be at that point where you probably should just bump up because that that's kind of crossing the line right there. Getting right up to the edge of the
0: line there. I have noticed uh, when you talk about I had a uh, a one terabyte drive in a MacBook Pro, and I was getting close. I was like at 900 gig, and so I got a two terabyte drive in the the next one. And I am not joking. Within three months, I was at 1.2 terabytes. Because, you yeah. know, you just didn't have to clean up that garage because it was so much bigger. So I had to go to four gig the next, or four terabytes the next time. I haven't checked to see how much I'm using. But, you know, all of a sudden you're stretching out and leaving crap mm-hmm. on the floor and you do the yep. paint buckets or you don't ever put them away anymore. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Yep. And you're just like stacking up the Christmas decorations and
0: I'll get to it next year. And right yep. doesn't matter because it still fits and um, the
1: more advanced the 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 cameras get on the phones the more space they take up you know that that's where a lot of our our storage is being used up to is, our, is on our pictures and our videos and that
0: that just takes up a lot of space you know so if you have iCloud photo library though it doesn't i mean like i yeah. said i've got a 700 gig photo library and i'm only using 95 gigabytes total i thought it would keep edging up like i thought it would get close to maybe do like 220 or something like that and it just doesn't it hasn't it's, stacked up
1: yeah, it sets a max. It sets a max on what's on your phone and it it removes from your phone really old stuff that you don't access anymore until mm-hmm. you want to access it. So you have like like a little thumb image of a right. phone, of a picture from 5 years ago, let's optimized. say. That's yeah, it's optimized. That's not on mm-hmm. your phone anymore. Like I think there's like um it might be 100. It's been a while since I've looked at the numbers. But I think it's like 100 photos that stay live active on your phone. And all of the rest of it goes into iCloud. And the longer you go without looking at a picture, the smaller the, the megabytes it takes up on your phone until you tap on it and look at it again. And then it like brings it back into your, into your storage. So the storage management for, for iCloud is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking to people, say, don't spend the extra hundred bucks here, spend it on iCloud photo library. Yeah. You know, just just get over it. You know, it's $3 yeah. for the, you know, medium sized plan. Quit your warning. Right. Um <laughs> the, the, the thing about the optimized photos I've noticed, though, I think they changed the algorithm because it used to be you took a photo and you tapped on it and it was there. And mm. now really often I see it go, oh, hang on. Uh, okay, I got it. Is that, yep. wait, did you send it to the cloud and optimize already? I just <laughs> took that photo.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've seen that happen too. Like, wh- why do I see that little spinning timing thing coming up right now when I just took this picture? Yeah,
0: yeah. So I don't know what they changed, but I don't like it. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't we should please. Like squeeze- I don't. Um, oh, there was one other thing we wanted to talk about. I sent Lori a letter. Um, and I'll let her respond. I noticed something really odd when I was doing all these comparisons of the 11 to uh, the 11 to the 12 and the 11 Pro to the 12 Pro. And I noticed between the 11 Pro and the 12 Pro, it looks that the spec at the tech spec web page says, let's see, for the 11 Pro, it says optical image stabilization for video, wide and telephoto. Mm-hmm. But on the 12 Pro it only says wide for optical image stabilization for video. And yes. we don't know why, like yeah, it went the, backwards.
1: And, and, and I even reached out to some, some people that like know the, the specs of the phone to try to like, un- understand like what, what's going on here? What happened with this? and, like I was not, I didn't get any solid information that explained why it would be, and I think you had worded it, you had called it, is this a downgrade or was this just like a typo on the, on the
0: page? It feels typo to me. Cause why would they yeah. take away optical image stabilization on the pro phone for one of the lenses?
1: Right. And and you even pointed out it's there for video but not photo or is it am I the no, opposite it was the other of that way around. It's there for photo but not for video. So how is that even possible? <laughs> so it's,
0: and and when we first looked at it, we were thinking, oh, that's because they did that the um, chip. What, what is it called the uh, on the on the Pro Max? It's the got s- the it's stabilization done by jiggling the chip, right? Yeah, the, the sensor sensor, sensor yeah. shift. So, yes called.
1: thank you center shift yeah so that all, was the that's pro max. what they mean
0: but this isn't about the max this is about yeah. the pro so the pro right. lost ois on video for the ultra wide or for the telephoto lens and the telephoto lens is the one where you'd want it
1: right yeah exactly that's the one where you un- want it the most on video on the telephoto absolutely so that i think for the grizzly bear yeah <laughs> for when you're running away from the grizzly bear um <laughs> I think uh, my assumption is just that you're right, that it's a typo, but it's also kind of hard to imagine that Apple makes typos on on things that are this important. And I, I yeah. do have a meeting next week that I'm going to ask some some people about. So hopefully I can get some more details. I can send it to you and then Great. you can let everybody know what you found out.
0: Um, Good update. But yeah, for I now, want credit for it if, there, if this is a big story or a typo. Either way, <laughs> I'm, I'm all proud of myself for noticing it.
1: Yeah, 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 cuz that is it it seems unusual that it would be a backtrack especially just like you had said before we we started recording this call or this conversation was that it's it would it would they would have to actively remove this this feature from the camera system which seems more expensive than just leaving it in from the previous phone. So yeah, none of that makes sense. So there's either some sort of computational thing that they're doing that changes it or it's literally just a typo.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well that was that was kind of interesting. I uh was curious on that. Maybe Bob the guy yeah. that's bad at putting the gaskets in on the lower end phones. <laughs> he was working. He's the on one the... working
1: on cameras. Oh yes,
0: yeah. They shouldn't have let Bob over there. You know? <laughs> Sorry to all the bobs in the world listening. All right. Well, we should talk about HomePod mini, at least briefly. Um, yes. How cute is that?
1: Oh, it's so cute. I love should it. Should have been in
0: colors, but...
1: Well, you know, I, Apple doesn't do colors. You know you know what I mean? Like, what color AirPods do you get? White. What color True. AirPods Studio are you probably going to get? Probably black. You're, they don't do colors. So black and white, They that's what they have for the iPod uh, HomePod. And that's what we get for the HomePod Mini. I love that it's $99. So I don't care about the shape, whatever. It's fine. It's it's a nice little round speaker. It's cute, whatever. It's small. I like that, sure. It's $99. (laughs) That (laughs) is the best part because HomePods are expensive. And they're not worth it for a lot of people. I have two of them. I use them as my television speakers. So... Hmm. I, I'm not moving my HomePod into the kitchen. I'm not moving it into the bedroom. It's it's my speaker for my television set. I also don't use it for listening to podcasts or listening to music very often because I'm always worried about it disabling itself from my television, which oh. I don't know if you heard me talk about this in other ways, but that happens all the time. I know that's getting fixed in 14.2. Fingers crossed that that really will work. But as soon as you, you ask your HomePod speaker to play something, it messes with the way it's set up on your television set. So I've never really (laughs) used my HomePods to their full, you know, their full use because I'm sort of protecting my television experience. (laughs) But with HomePod mini, I can afford, I can buy three of them. I can buy price four of, of them for the price of one. Almost they're they're three fifty, right? For the uh, um, for a regular I HomePod. I thought
0: they were one ninety nine, but uh, I can look. Oh that wow! Up Did I <laughs> I, I'm sorry, two ninety nine.
1: Two ninety nine. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so you can get three for the price of of one full HomePod, and that is a big deal. You can put them around your house. You can just buy one you know depending on what your financial situation is i plan on getting 3 of them because i want one in my kitchen one in my bathroom and one in my bedroom and each one of them playing something different at any different time of the day i can do that i can i can get all those 3 different ones i could not justify 299 for one homepod that will be in the kitchen you know like it yeah. was just that's just too much so i love that this this price is is so so nice and it's not as as val- it's not as impressive in terms of sound quality as the HomePod just based on the specs obviously i haven't heard it but it's close it like mm. they have a lot of they're using um spatial audio which i don't know oh, how okay. much spatial audio you've taken advantage of but it is one of the most impressive things I've seen in technology in audio technology in a long time. It's really, really impressive. And so these I, little I, I w- tiny I
0: ask you about that, because I put on my AirPods Pro and I got the update, the firmware update to do uh, spatial audio. And I went to that Dolby site that everybody said to go look at. And it was like raining and stuff. And we we're going through a forest and I turned my head and I don't get it. I don't it didn't get work what... for you. I, I mean, just, it's. I don't it's notice really anything.
1: obvious. So something I must be didn't doing it wrong, right? Because I'm telling you, like facing like forward, and when you turn, I like it's. It. I am getting used to it, but I still find myself. I will take my AirPods out of my ear because I think that everyone else can hear. What I'm watching on my phone because I it actually seems like it's coming from there, not in my ears. Like your your headphone when you're wearing headphones, it's in your ears. But with spatial audio, you put your phone or your iPad s- somewhere else, and it's like tracking where so that if is.
0: If, so if when you turn your head, it, your right ear is closer to the to the phone. Your right ear would hear it louder than your left ear. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. So not,
0: I must be doing something wrong. I was doing. I was doing it on the Mac. Should I be doing it on my phone? Maybe try try it on your phone.
1: Maybe the Mac. Well, see, I actually when I listened to that audio, I could hear all of that sort of like surround. I could hear it. I think I know which track you're talking about. It was something mm-hmm. that um, Leo had brought up on MacBreak Weekly. I think he brought it up on iOS today. Before that. Um, and it it did work for me, but try it on your phone and see if that actually is, is what, I where you blown find blown it. Away.
0: So. I, I, I'm blown with, away. <laughs> the first time uh, my husband, Steve and I did it, we didn't know you were supposed to turn your head, so we're just sitting there <laughs> looking at it going, oh, it sounds like pretty good stereo. I don't know what the big deal is. We weren't turning our heads. But I tried it again later, and I turned my head, and I couldn't hear it, but I and haven't still had can him hear try it. it, yeah. it so. um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, but I'll try it on my phone. I must be. Is it on lots of stuff, or always, or... You have to go to a specific place to hear the right thing.
1: You know what I've been doing for for testing it out. I actually haven't tried yet to use anything other than Apple TV or or watching things through Apple TV. Oh, okay. The Apple TV app. I think it works. Yeah, I think it works with any audio. I haven't actually tried it to find out, but I think it works with any audio. Um. Or maybe it's any video. Anyway, um, definitely try it out. Um, open up the TV app on your Apple, on your iPhone or iPad, and whatever you know, whatever content Ted you can watch through that. Yeah, Ted try Ted Lasso. <laughs> Love Ted Lasso. Love Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> I actually Such had that in the show. agenda here. Is, is I don't like spending a lot of time talking about what's on Apple TV Plus, but the best description about. How awesome the show Ted Lasso is on Apple TV Plus is what Lori Gill said on one of the shows. She said, I want all of my friends to be Ted Lasso.
1: Yes. My life would be so wonderful if everybody was Ted Lasso. (laughs) He's such a wonderful...
0: Maybe we should all try to be Ted Lasso.
1: Yes, right. I mean, I do. I actually do think about that when I'm, you know, like at work and like stressed out and somebody's done something wrong or, or they've just done something like that irritates me. And I will think about like those Ted, Ted Lasso, Lasso moments. Do? And, and <laughs> yeah, like it's so funny, but it is like, you know, being positive in this negative situation is really. It it helps me and it helps you. So yeah. spinning it into a positive thing of like, we do need to learn some lessons, but we can learn them in a positive way. It, it's so wonderful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else described it perfectly, too. They just said, it's kind. Yes. The show is kind. I mean, it's not always happy. There's some sad no. stuff. I've Definitely. cried a couple times, but yep. <laughs> it's kind. Yeah. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. such a fun good. show.
0: There's so little happy right now, you know? We need all the happy we can
1: get. It's it, get on your iPhone, watch an episode of Ted Lasso, turn your head, get up and walk around the room. Y- yesterday I was re-listening to the, um, the Apple event or watching the Apple event on my iPad and I just went in the kitchen to get some water and <laughs> you get up and you walk around it and it's, it's as if, you know, the audio is like moving around. It's the craziest thing. Oh, it's incredible. Okay,
0: I'll, I'll definitely try that. I must be missing yeah. something. Not paying yeah. attention. You got it. Yeah. Head, does it work on all of the uh, uh, AirPods or just the
1: uh, Pros? I, it's just the uh, uh, AirPods Pro. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Good. The one last thing I wanted to say was about HomePod Mini. I think the thing people are most excited about is Intercom.
1: Yes. That seems <laughs> fun. <laughs> calling on your, your partner or your kids to get downstairs for, for you know, it's, it's time for dinner or grab your, your books. It's time to go to school. Yeah. It's
0: pretty exciting. I love the exciting. Thing that the girl said, I'm getting my jacket. And she's totally not she's getting her jacket. There. She's just <laughs> ignoring. Them. So we have a yeah. uh, home intercom system because our house was built in 1990 and uh, it's actually fully functional, nothing wrong with it. But we started using, uh, uh, walkie talkie on our watches for steve to tell me when dinner was ready mm-hmm. and it was awesome the 62 and a half percent of the time that it worked <laughs> it was great <laughs> then um i'll have to show it to you afterwards when because uh, i would leave the mic to point at it but i was walking on the side of the road and i, I people just put stuff out for free on the side of the road right and i always mm-hmm. look to see what it is if it's something fun mm-hmm. and it was this electronic doorbell it's one piece that plugs into power and another piece that's battery operated and when you press the button on one end, it rings the bell on the other end. So I plugged it into my in my home office and Steve has the other one down in the kitchen and it works perfectly. It works a hundred percent of the time. Nice. I get one bell to tell me I got five minutes and the second bell is get down dinner's ready. <laughs>
1: That's pretty great. I so love we'll, this. We'll see
0: whether, I was able to find it online, by the way, so you can buy them. I don't know, it was like 30, 40 bucks or something. You can get like a set of six of them or three of them.
1: Oh my gosh, that's great. And you don't need a HomePod for that?
0: No, Just... but I. But we'll try to use the HomePod Mini and Intercom and see whether that works. See
1: if it works, Yeah.
0: But I think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Well, I have kept you longer than I promised uh way longer I just noticed the time so i'm gonna I'm gonna oh. cut us off. Lori, thank you so much for coming back to the show. Tell people how they can find you and follow all the wonderful things you do
1: uh they can find me on Twitter at appaholic a p p a h o l i k That's misspelled. Make sure you notice that. And they can find me at Lori Gill at most of the other social things. Lori, L-O-R-Y, G-I-L. If you want to send me an email so that we can have a chat. I Actually, after our last conversation, I um, had some really great emails from people who actually said, you said to email you, so I'm emailing you. And I really do appreciate (laughs) it. So feel free to email me, Lori at iMore.com, L-O-R-Y at iMore.com. And of course go check out all of the things that we write about on iMore to tell you how to buy your phone, tell you how to how to uh, get, you know, move from an old phone to a new phone. We've got all that stuff. So.
0: Oh, great. We'll help great. You out. Yeah, I, I that's where I start when I want to know stuff because the <laughs> tutorials are are fantastic there. Love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you again for coming. I really appreciate it and I know this was a crazy week. Thanks for thanks for doing it yet again.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love it. I'll come back in November and we can do it again. Yay. <laughs>
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. Did you notice there weren't any ads in the show? That's because this show is not ad supported. It's supported by you. If you learned something, or maybe you were just entertained, consider contributing to the Podfeet podcast. You can do that by going over to podfeet.com and look for the big red button that says support the show. When you click that button, you're going to find different ways to contribute. If you like to do a one-time donation, you can click the PayPal button. If you want to make a recurring contribution, click the weekly Patreon button. Or another way to contribute is to record a listener contribution. It's a great way to help the NoSilla Castaways learn from you. If you want to contact me for any reason, you can email me at Allison at podfeet.com and you can follow me on Twitter at Podfeet. Maybe you want to talk to other NoSilla Castaways. There's two great places to do that. You can do that in our Slack group at podfeet.com slash Slack. Or you can join our Facebook group at podfeet.com Facebook. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.